nice mellow, mellow evening here on the Drive Time Show, flavorsradio.com and welcome, welcome to the show and yes, we've got lots in store for you tonight, so um, hi Leisha, Le- naturally Lily, how are you doing? I'm good today, how are you? I'm fine, we just had a bit of a scare, couldn't hear anything in the studio just then and I thought, oh what's happened, what's happened, but... It looks like all is running ahead. So thank you for coming on board with us tonight for the Drive Time Show. And I think we're going to kick off with this one today, Leisha. Mm -hmm. Stormzy. Yeah. He's a grime artist, right? Yeah. And he does a lot, a lot, a lot for the grime scene, as it were. I'm not really into grime and that, so I don't really um, listen much to it. Mm -hmm. But he has donated £500,000 to the Black Heart Foundation. Would you think about that? I think that's very good. I think that, um, especially with the platform that celebs have, um, yeah, I think that's excellent. Mm. I think mm. that's excellent. He's giving back. Yeah, and it's to the Black Heart Foundation, and they're a foundation that actually helps with education in the arts, mm-hmm. health and welfare, sports, and they're there to improve educational outcomes for disadvantaged young people. Okay. And would you say that we have, we do have a relative amount of disadvantaged young people in the inner city? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of things that um, may be available for others that's not necessarily available for them. Um, but I do also think as well that... Um, before when there was things like, what's it called, um, youth centres and things mm. like that, mm. a lot of them got closed down and stuff like that. So there's not really much for young people to do when they're not at school and yeah. things like that. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that more needs to go into areas where we are at a disadvantage, where um, students can't or children can't really reach out and... Um, have access to well it's, it's education and art so like acting clubs and mm. going and making music in studios and things like that yeah. I think that's a really good because when good we thing. think about it a lot of the time a lot when you want to put your children into these kind of things they can be quite costly can't they yeah so in him having this found well the black heart foundation i'll tell you the website that you can go and check it out afterwards having all these things available then obviously as it says it's there to improve educational outcomes just in um, not just in education but in the arts health and welfare Mm -hmm. in sports it's there for the young people disadvantaged young people to get a step up as Mm -hmm. it were and it's so nice of Stormzy to actually donate 500,000 towards the cause yeah I think he's that being said I think his donation is is nice but how do people know that this is available to them? That's the next thing because mm. I know for my brother, for example, he had a lot of um, he did a lot of extracurricular activities just because he knew about things that was was happening mm. as and when. And I don't know how he found out about those things, but they really did help him go through like holidays and stuff like that. But how were parents gonna be able to access these? You know, this fund. How they know would they know if it's available? Well, I guess you go on like with anything that you'd go on and apply for it. It's the blackheartfoundation.org. Mm-hmm. So that is just one foundation. And I know there are quite a few because even myself going on mm-hmm. um, today, I looked into The Voice. I don't 
really read newspapers as well. I don't watch the news mm. and I don't really read newspapers, but in order, obviously, for to find out what's going on, mm. in order to um, help others out there to see what's going on, you've got to do a little bit of research. Yeah, and yeah. I found so much stuff. So just that one in the fact of... Black Heart Foundation, they're there to improve education for young people. Mm. And so it's really, again, down to parents yes. to dig yeah. and find out what might work for their youngsters. Mm. And some of these things as well, the grants that you don't have to pay the money back. Oh, wow. you know, and there was one young lady, I don't even have the article here, but she goes in to say how Stormzy and how having that fund really, really helped her mm. to elevate herself. You know, and I think it was up to 250 students that can benefit from it. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? So when we think about that, mm. it's a great platform for young people. Yeah. And it's for young, disadvantaged young people as well. Mm. So that gives you a bit of hope, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I think it, it kind of links in as well to what I was talking about last week when we were saying about the... Um, covid generation mm. i think our young people are at a bit of more of a disadvantage in certain respects mm. so knowing that these things are out there for them um it, it yeah it does it, it's a glimmer of hope isn't it it's yeah. a it's a and nice step in the right direction and readily available yeah but it's us tapping into these things again i, I was talking to someone on the phone today and he was saying that he, he was really not happy with the superiority of, obviously, the white race and mm. how it was a lady, I think she's on a, a sitcom and she's a black woman, she's won awards and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. However, her white counterparts were getting paid a lot more than she was. Wow. So he went in on it and, you know, said that what is there for us? But mm. there are actually things outside there for us but it's us seeking it out and yeah. then tapping into it yeah because i know a few people actually that are within um the media industry um one of my friend's brother's an actor and he started up um i think it was at marcus garvey center or something like that mm. um with his acting um he used to go there in obviously his spare time whatever um so it is obviously it's obviously a challenge it's always going to be a challenge i think um for us but it's like you said as parents we need to be able to tap into those things if we want our children to have things to do mm. and then when they do eventually decide on what direction they want to go in um then yeah we can we can point them in the right direction because i think as well a lot of the time we use the excuse oh it doesn't get taught in schools these things don't get taught to our children in schools when mm. actually School is only there to teach you the basics and our basics and their basics may not fall on the same page. Mm. Um, but we have to start educating our children from home. And if there are um, venues and avenues that we can take yeah. to educate them, then... I mean, my friend's teaching her, her son who's nine out of trade. Okay, there you go. And that's a great... Look, that's a wonderful platform. Well, that's a brilliant skill to learn mm. is how to trade and teaching our children I always say this like you know I'm a writer mm. you know that you know I 
write about various different things yeah. but I say teach from the womb yeah. I've always said it and I still maintain it and when youngsters come out you know you talk to them you read to them mm. and then we we train them because like you said um, school teaches young people base the basics the basics yeah. but it's that no they teach them the bare minimum yeah. how to conform to society yeah that is what school actually teaches mm. um young people whereas like us as parents it should fall on us to really teach them financial security but then i guess i guess a lot of parents don't even know themselves mm. because they've had such a basic but then that's why we you know, need to educate ourselves as well absolutely because i think it's good to teach our child or encourage our child to have a profession if that's the route they want to go down that mm. my daughter she goes back and forth from one point she said she wanted to be a contortionist and then she wanted to be a ballerina and then she wanted to be now she wants to be a doctor um but it's encouraging all of those different choices that they're making mm. and if you want to do that that's what you want to do but as a parent do we know how to point them in that direction like do mm. I know if she did want to be a doctor for example what um courses she'd need to take and what kind of background knowledge she'd have to, to have before mm. she even gets to to college or if she wanted to be a ballerina do i know does Stormzy's foundation support little black ballerinas i don't, <laughs> I don't know you know you have to know where to as a parent like you said you have to do the research you have to know where to tap in and if you don't know then yeah. go and educate yourself in hence it. this is why great platforms like this are around so yeah. that we can give out that kind of information because you know the, um, each one teach one yes right so if I know something I'm going to share it with you you're going to share it with your friends and your mm -hmm. friends are going to share it with their friends and it has a ripple effect as has been brought so the blackheartfoundation.org they're there to help within Stormzy has donated £500,000 towards it and I'm sure that they can still take more donations because, yeah. you know, they are a foundation there. But like you said, ballerina, maybe education and the arts is one of the subjects mm. that they or areas that they tackle. So why not? There's Sorry, someone just made a comment. Um, mm. The youth plug, it says many parents are uninformed about how to help their children, sadly, especially academically. Yeah. And that is very true. I know exactly who the youth plug is there um, at a business that's coming up now um, doing something similar to. Um, well, I, I think it's quite similar to what Stormzy's, the foundation that he's donated to, helping our disadvantaged youths again. Yeah. Um, and I will find the Instagram link and I'll put it in the chats. Okay. Um, but th this company, they're going along the same line. So now there's someone there that we know mm. who um, we can send um, signpost people to. But it's very true what, what she's saying. A lot of people, a lot of parents don't know what's mm. happening. And you get the generic booklet from Harringay, for example, that says, oh, there's an art club and there's a crafts club and there's this and there's that. Mm. Um, but like you said, a lot of the things are quite costly. Some parents can't afford it. Um, and other things are only offered to certain people. Yeah. Yeah, and this is it. So Youth Plug, please let us know. Um, just give us your tag so we can let people know about your website and so forth. And we'll, we will gladly share that. So the Youth Plug, but also thinking on the Black Heart Foundation and that they have, you know, they, they, they're there for us 
and they buy us. I always say that FUBU, I love that. <laughs> FUBU, you know, for us and by, by us. us. Yes. You know, so tap into it, check it out, uh, theblackheartfoundation.org. And we're going to get the other ladies, the, the youth plug as well, we'll get you that address too. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things out there. It's just a matter of us really tapping into it and making full use of the the resources yeah, that are available and things that are available to us. Have your phone in on Oh yes, a nice track there by Lilo Thomas. Love to settle down. And also James Brown, Soul Power. I play that track, Soul Power, because you know we got the power, right? We got the power. <laughs> we got the power. Oh, Lord, everything's falling apart in here. Anyway, so we're going to run a competition tonight, right, Liz? Yes, we are. And we're going to be giving away an All Flavours t-shirt. If you can continue listening on, obviously, we've had a mention about the blackheartfoundation.org and also the youthplug.co.uk, two great youth organisations that offer incentives for young people mm-hmm. when it comes to education when it comes to the arts when it comes to all those things so keep on listening and i would like for you to list as many organizations that can help our young people because i will be mentioning some more <laughs> later on in the show um as much as you can and the one that comes in and joins us in the chat room and gets the most you will win a allflavors.com t-shirt all right, so we're going to come along and say good evening to everyone shortly on the, in the chat room, on Turn It In, and also all around the world. We do have an All Flavours app as well, allflavours.com app, so please, you can catch us on any one of those platforms. So yes, Alicia, so we spoke about Stormzy there, mm-hmm. donating 500000 to the Black Heart Foundation. Yeah. Another thing, on the 5th of September... So that is, that's next weekend, or next star 10, yeah, should we it say, is, it is. is another Black Pound Day. Now, the Black Pound Day is a solution-based approach set to support and grow the UK black economy. And they're thinking of doing this thing once a month. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I think that, we need to promote it, promote it, promote it because I don't think a lot of people are aware of it. Yeah. Um, just like not a lot of people are aware of the blackout of the BBC. Right. Um, so, like we're promoting organisations, we should be promoting things like Black Pound Day. And what exactly is Black Pound Day? Because I don't think a lot of people understand what it is mm, mm. as well. Uh, it's from what I could gather. It's a uh, it's a, a company because mm-hmm. they what I saw was they have lots of businesses, uh, they have a directory and all that stuff, and they're encouraging growth of Black UK economy. So I know from the last one, it started in July. It started this year. Mm-hmm. So what I gathered was that a lot of what it is is on that on a particular day, which will up and coming one is on the 5th of mm-hmm. September is that you do not spend your black pound because the black pound counts yeah. and it counts even more within our community yeah so you 
you do not spend your money outside of our community. Now, I think I read a while ago, don't get me, don't quote me on it because I can't remember the statistics, but apparently the money, say, within the Jewish community, yeah. I think it stays for about 40 days. Oh, wow. Whereas in the black community, it stays for about two or three hours. Wow. So they circulate their money the Jews circulate or any a lot of other cultures circulate their money within their communities whereas we don't Mm. so I guess it's just trying to help us to be mindful to spend our money that we earn Mm. right our black pound within our community I think didn't it start as well from the whole um George Floyd incident because in America I know they're they're um it wasn't called a black pound, but their day where they were not spending any money was like the 7th of June or July or something like that. Yeah, it happened and, here. Yeah, and then yeah. it came over here. And then the Native Americans did something similar as well. Mm. Um, but it's true, whenever we go and get something, a product, we do not keep the money within our community. Mm. Now... I don't like to see I don't like to encourage division because I do think in some instances this does encourage division but we have to think every other community does do it exactly you go to a um a butchers most of the time if it's a Turkish butchers or a Greek butchers his fellow man is coming and buying from him exactly we go and buy hair products from an Asian man we go and get our food from the Chinese the Indians the Portuguese we go and get our home furnishings from the Swedish <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. we do not keep our, our money within our community and I do think that is a very powerful thing I think um it does show solidarity because one thing that we fail in my opinion to have as a people is solidarity and mm. unity as much as we try and think that we do when you do start a business venture, for example, all your friends come running with their, with their hand open. Yeah. Everyone wants a discount. Everyone wants something for free. And that's not how businesses are made, unfortunately. Mm. It's, it's one of those things where, look, guys, I've started a new venture. I need your support. Can you, you know, even if it's a donation here or buy a T-shirt there, if it costs £45... Mm. It costs £45. If I choose to give you a discount, that's different. But you shouldn't come to your fellow brother or sister expecting it. Yeah. As close as you may be. If you're close, then obviously you're going to give that person a discount, are you, aren't you? But when it comes to supporting one another, we fail massively. Miserably. And that is the point, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, it's about the whole Black Pound Day is about building up our economy. Yeah. So I know on the last one, there were a few businesses. There was one lady, I think she does um, upholstery products. Mm-hmm. And she said that she done so well on that day that she was able to get a a warehouse where she could actually start working from and that's what it's all about and the thing is is within our community if we do this we elevate each other but I I guess I don't know what the mindset or anything is on that but it's all about elevation because Mm -hmm. if I elevate you 
you're again in turn going to elevate someone else like we just spoke of when it comes to um, Stormzy Mm. and the Black Heart Foundation he's elevated them Mm. and then we can go in and everyone can tap into those resources do you know I do think though I think it's about the person's perceptions and their positivity like for example when we do go and spend our money with our fellow man for example going to a Caribbean shop I always use this as an example because they are the best example and the worst you go into a Caribbean shop I know I can make this food at home but today Mm. I've chosen not to make it at home but you're giving me attitude Mm. Mm. and that's what it is it's like I didn't force you to do this you chose to be here Mm. so find your manners and a bit of you know customer satisfaction and care care and do it without the attitude or you go into a shop and you want to get one product and the shop is sparsely stocked mm. so you do end up going back to the asian man shop to get your hair stuff because they ain't got it in the shop across yeah the world. but also it's a matter of if you're not getting the support how can you stock up you know yeah so when we do get when the penny will drop and we realise that by keeping that money flowing within the community for a specific amount of time, mm. we're all going to benefit from it. As opposed to me saying, you know what, now I'll go and spend it wherever I want to. We, yeah. You know, we it's, it's strategic. We spoke last week about being strategic, yeah. right? And that is one part of it, by building each other up. And in that way, because don't forget that the Caucasian people, they have generational wealth. Mm. We are starting from like what um windrush generation where they come just with a lot of them with what they had on their backs mm. right and there's still a lot of them are our ancestors they've done very very well mm. and have passed on something for their children mm-hmm. however we still have a long way to go yeah i i do think though that generational wealth i know that a lot of the caucasians and the jews and whatever they have generational wealth but i um I don't know if this is going to be a controversial thing, doesn't matter but I feel like some of them also came here with just the clothes on their back and somehow managed to go from zero mm. to generational within two one two generations they came here they stacked 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 and managed to then leave that legacy for their family whereas one thing I feel like we do as a people is we get and we don't never want to give out. Like mm. Les Brown says it, when you when you want to receive, you have to be able to, you have to give to receive. You can't hold on to anything. We go out and work a job 37 to 40 hours a week. Mm. And before we think about distributing that money to the bill person and blah, 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 we don't think about what am I going to leave for my children? We don't pay ourselves and we don't, you know, go and... You know, like, what's what's the animal that goes and um, collects their little stash for later? Squirrel. <coughs> Squirrel. <laughs> we don't go and do that. Mm. We just think about the here and now, whereas I don't think that that's what those of other... Um, what's the word? Communities. Yeah. They didn't do that. They did think ahead. And is that because our thinking is different and just our thinking needs to change then? Our thinking does need to change. Yeah. Take, for example, when we came out of um, lockdown, well, we didn't come out of lockdown, we technically are still in lockdown, but when they opened all the shops... Mm, that was quite that shocking. That was shocking. Yeah. The amount of consumers... 
we were mm. for them consumers that all of a sudden were piled outside of the shops mm. to go and buy a pair of trainers or a jacket or a t-shirt that you can order online because you can't try it on in the shops anyway mm. and it's sad to say the majority of them that I saw were from our community so the thinking needs to change I, I love that thought as well because again it's all about financial education right yeah. So when we do get paid, dependent, because we're going to touch on another subject a little bit later on as regards to how COVID, we need to be more aware that it's an economic pandemic as well as it is a as it is a A health one. one. And this is what we will tackle soon. So we will see you all a little bit after the break and we will tackle that exact subject we'll be right back after the break show Wednesday the people's station tune into the George Flavors reggae show Wednesdays 9 to 11 UK 5 to 7 Eastern allflavorsradio.com Calamives Lewis say so. To our quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Quadril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and The Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Yeah. 
sure as the sky is blue Just let me prove to you Yes, you're my love, is true Okay, yeah, the sweet sounds of raw silk, do it to the music. And Bernard Wright with Who Do You Love? All right, I'm going to give a shout out to everyone in the chat room. Chrissy, nice to have you on board, darling. And Delroy, Mark Delroy Philogene from Hackney. DJ Laro, who will be on from 8 till 10 tonight. Great vibes. Joy McKay, hi, mummy, how you doing? Mark Philogene, wonderful show just before myself today. Mr. Fixit, awesome show last night. And also guest number 17 from Birmingham, guest 227 from Bristol, guest 382 London, guest 437 London, guest 621 from Berlin, guest 71, guest 927, and guest 982. And I know there's a world of silent listeners out there. Please come join us in the chat room as we are running a competition today. So as many um, organisations that have things available for young people, Go on, come on, come and join us in the chat room and have a go. And you have the opportunity of winning yourself a nice All Flavours t-shirt. All right, so I'm in the studio here with Naturally Lily, And we have covered a couple of topics already. So we've covered um, that Stormzy's donated 500000 to the Black Heart Foundation. Yeah. And also about Black Pound Day, which will be coming up on the 5th of September. So yeah. really... That would be great if we could be in support of that. We're supporting black business and, yeah, really spending our pound where our pound counts, and that's within our community. Mm-hmm. However, another kind of flip side of that, because remember we've been speaking about COVID-19, yeah. or the dreaded COVID, and that it will bankrupt more people than actually killing them. Yep, yeah, I agree with that statement, definitely. Them. And um, what I read was that the incoming pandemic is panic because a lot of humans are suffering because it's not down to the illness or death, but it's because they're experienced or worrying on how to pay their bills Mm. or the thought of losing their homes. And then that leads to depression, anxiety, all that stuff. But then we've had this pandemic. We've had lots of pandemics in the past. We've had um, the the depression mm-hmm. people got come through that mm-hmm. and we've had plague or whatever mm-hmm. you know but the through all of those pandemics the, the worst pandemic was poverty yeah right so how do how do people overcome that fear that they might end up in in losing their homes or experiencing not even being able to pay their bills 
Do you know what I think it is? I think initially people just thought, oh, it's not going to happen because they're putting a freeze on evictions, they're putting mm. a freeze on um, mortgages and credit card payments and all of that stuff. Mm. And everybody was thinking about what's happening right now. So the three months that they said, don't worry about it, mm. people just thought, oh, that's fine. We'll just need to get through the three months. Mm. When actually you should have been thinking about what's going to happen after the three months because as much as a lot of people felt their jobs were secure oh that's fine we're getting furloughed mm. they have to pay us they can't fire us a lot of people lost their job my friend um working ridiculous hours um because i think one of her managers one of the regional managers got made redundant because they couldn't afford to keep them it's easier to keep um lower level managers and now she's taken on the role of maybe two people because the company wants to cut the cost so mm. no one was really thinking that that was going to be a possibility i think mm. and then you have got people who were put in the position where now they can't pay their rent because they've stopped the freezes on everything. Yeah, I read an article of a lady, she was on six figures mm. um, prior to the pandemic, and I think she lost her job in, it was about November. Oh, wow. She was up to go for a job interview. Yeah. And sadly, COVID came. Oh, that's terrible. So she went from six figures to universal credit. And, <sighs> you know, I, I know that in a lot of instances as well, sometimes it's, can be our thinking and don't get me wrong on this that we might have that poverty mindset mm. or that that mindset of lack mm. and sometimes that can work against us and she used to think oh one day she would lose everything oh, and did, sadly she? she did um but still she's in that position but someone like me thinks you are on six figures mm. why do you not have stacked the next six months that's true and do we think like that? Do we just work paycheck to paycheck? Most of us do because we're currently not on six figures. I'm, we're getting there. Yeah. But currently we are not on six figures. So you do live paycheck to paycheck because yeah. you've got your outgoings and your outgoings most of the time match mm. what's coming in. So even though you actively want to save which I, don't, I actually now don't believe in saving in the bank, but yeah. you want to save money, you just can't. Mm. You don't mm. have enough... You don't have a, a, a enough overflow, if that's the right word to use, on top of your um, bills to be able to say, OK, I earn this month every month, this is my outgoings, this is what I'm going to keep back for myself. If you're not earning six figures, then no, you don't have the the thing to do that but then she was earning six figures and now she's on universal credit so she wasn't doing that either clearly i think but a lot of people as well we're working really hard yet we don't pay ourselves yeah we pay bill we pay every tom dick and harry yeah however you should take out we should take out something for a percentage of our uh paycheck yeah and pay ourselves everyone else gets paid so why yeah. don't you you're the one that's working for it and I know that a lot of people these days as well have something that's called residual income. Yes. Right? So, yes, we have our main job. And in some instances, you can, by having residual income, you can actually supplement, your... supplement what's going on. But that is 
you know, like your little side hustles. You need to. Like you can't have one source of income. Mm. Not in our society, and especially not now that we're in a recession. Mm. Because for people that have jobs, let's put it plain and simple. For people that have jobs, mm. recession will affect them. Yeah. Because it comes out of our tax. It comes out of when we go to buy food, the prices of food goes up. Mm. Your wages haven't, but everything else is going up because the government have to supplement all the money that they supposedly don't have. So yeah. the, the people that do have a day job yeah. are just over broke. Just over broke job, yeah. Right? They are literally trying to make ends meet. It doesn't matter if you've got a two... I know someone, she's got, like myself, two um, incomes coming into the home and you still can't... You're still like you're barrel literally of just getting by. Yeah, yeah. So it really... I know that Robert Kiyosaki, he... Oh, I love that really book. He was a great leader in the sense of having a financial education. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, because he speaks about consumerism and he speaks about assets... And also the opposite of assets. Liabilities. The liabilities. Yeah. All right. And most of us are working in the liability situation. Yeah. As opposed to even things like gold. I know there's this thing going around at the moment. And, you know, I used to think, why are these idiot, like, rapper stars got all this gold around hmm. their neck? But do you know what? That's an investment, yep. you know? That's, People need to start buying gold. It's not even a joke. Because, you know, it doesn't depreciate. No. In, you know, and even if you buy little pieces, whatever... At least it's there just for, not for a rainy day, because, you know, we do have that rainy day fund. fund yeah. But, you know, it is about investment. Yeah, you have to more. invest in yourself. A lot of people mm. think that, oh, investing is costly and, oh, I can't, I can't um, sacrifice that amount every month or whatever. Mm. But it's like what you're saying about um, generational wealth. That's where we have um, fallen short. Because generational wealth, most of the time, is come from people making risky investments. Mm. And when I say risky, I mean they've taken the risk, the leap of faith, and they've said, okay, I'm going to invest £10 or £10,000 or £10 million. However much they've wanted to invest is always a risk. Yeah. yeah. But they've thought about that risk. They've, they've invested in themselves, and therefore they've been able to put that, you know they've been able to make that generational wealth. Because mm, it grows, doesn't it, when you, when you have assets. What are your thoughts out there? Would you think about having a second income in, in the sense of a residual income? And mm. um, what do you think about paying yourself first when it comes to your bills? Our number, 7 that's 07-895-134-713. And if you are going to text in, you can text in or call in. Please put your name on the text so we can know who you are. All right. So, yeah, I know that you do trading, though, Leash. So how and there's something called compounding. Tell me a little bit about that. OK, so um, compounding is basically. Say you have a trading account that starts off with £100, for example, mm. um, and you want to make um five percent every day for 90 days yeah doesn't include the weekends with compounding five percent a day you can turn that 100 pounds into eight thousand and seventy three pounds in 90 days 
But that's through trading, right? That's through trading. You, you, you're basically doing the same thing the banks do with our money. Mm. The bank give us back every year 0.01% of whatever is in our account. Um, every day I trade 0.01 on a currency. Mm. So like the pound and the dollar against each other. And that same 0.01 that the bank's given me in 365 days, mm. sometimes if within that. an hour... I've made, made double that. Yeah. So not that, you know, like it's, I've got 10 million pounds. No, but <laughs> you have to be, this is what, this is what the rich do with their money. They don't keep their money in the bank because the banks basically use your money to compound mm. and then give you back pittance yeah. for it. So I've chosen like many other people to invest in myself and my family and I'm learning how to trade. Um, no, it's not easy. I don't trade stocks. I trade foreign exchange, um, which is currency. And like you was talking about gold, gold at the moment is amazing. It's at the highest it's ever been, or it was um, a couple of weeks ago, at the highest it's ever been since mm. 2012. Okay. Um, but I think it's one of those skills. If you really really want to make a difference in your life and you want to do something that you can do in your own time like I still obviously have my day job um I've got a lot of friends that are are um traders at the moment that have full-time jobs working like 40 hours a week and they trade in their spare time it's one of those things where I can put a trade on in the morning and just leave it for the rest of the day mm. it's so in my eyes it's very rewarding because Yes, you do have to study. I spend a lot of time studying and you've been here when I've, I've been tried. listening to my <laughs> to my way. live chats or whatever. Um, but it, I just love it. I just think if this is how I'm going to buy my house, it's going to how I'm going to buy my house. Yeah, but it's you just know? having that option, isn't it? Yeah, that it's that you, secondary income. Yeah, that you can, if you invest the time, mm. you're able to do something and see it grow because... At the end of the day, I say I'm not leaving you like nothing anyway. That, that, don't mean that, don't mean it. You know, but no, just because it's all about leaving a legacy yes. for our youngsters. They are, and it was so sad of me to hear my son say, Mum, young people don't care because there's nothing out there for mm. them. When there is so, so much, so much for them, you know. I honestly think, like, this... Um venture that I've taken with trading is through a company that I, I is number one in the world that was in Forbes magazine yesterday and I honestly think every single young person mm. should learn this skill yeah. because even if they have nothing to do I don't want to go to college don't want to go to uni I don't know what, don't know what I want to do with my life mm. I mean one of the guys I follow started trading at 18 he's a millionaire at 24 yeah he still went to university. He just graduated two years ago. But he he's a millionaire. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. he used trading to support him while he was... He quit his, his job at, like, 20 or something and decided to do this while he was in university. Mm. And this person is American, so American university don't cost, yeah, you know, £9,000. Yeah, pounds, yeah. You it's know? not cheap. So, guys, that's it. Residual income, that's what one thing... That we're looking up, we are in a recession yes. right now, so we've got to look up ways that because the rich stay rich, yeah, even during a recession because trading right? is recession proof and there so is go. investment. There you go, so it's something to think about, isn't it? So, mm -hmm. we're going to listen to this one here. My mum, um, kindly told me about this lady, her name's called Etana, and this one's called Ja Chariot. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yes, so that was Ciara with Rooted. Absolutely love, 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 love that song. And also Beyonce with Already. So we've been talking about quite a few things this afternoon, right? Or should I say this, this evening? evening? Yes. And I think that we should touch on, I mean, there's a COVID-19 again. It's such a shame that we really do have to bring this thing into life but mm -hmm. Trinidad and Tobago they've been removed from the UK's safe travel list along with Croatia no. yes they have which means that Covid has, has reached, reached the Caribbean well it was in the Caribbean before but yeah but they had very minimal cases but they've had yeah. a lot of um, people died well they said 12 oh. people here have died from Corona in the country as of Thursday there were 615 cases and 12 people have died yeah. so oh my gosh so i mean when we think of this thing because the kids are going back to school in september well next week next year next thursday uh, how are parents feeling about this it's still a really touchy subject well one lady last week said she's scared yeah um the corner shop man said he ain't sending his children back. Mm. The caretaker for my daughter's school said, I highly doubt many people are going to be sending their children back. It doesn't even look like the threat of fines is going to affect parents, I don't think. Mm. It's about safety first. I guess no travel until next year. I, I'm definitely just going to keep grounded here. Yeah. And George, we hope you're enjoying yourself down there in sunny... Um, oh, you, you're somewhere in the coast in, in the uk plymouth that's right so do you know what uk when the weather when the sun is shining beautiful location it's absolutely beautiful mm. so really when the sun's out we just go up to springfield park right yeah. and we sit up, <laughs> up there the road and work on the hill while yeah. played, i was playing tennis yesterday which was yeah. great it was wonderful so you know it's nice to jump on a plane but for our safety, safety's sake, isn't it? I think we get on a plane because it's kind of guaranteed heat, isn't it? Yeah. Sunsy and sand. But I think given the current climate, um, Canberra sand sounds pretty good to me right now. <laughs> the sand is lovely. We went a couple of years ago. Um, it wasn't hot. It mm. was warm. But the beach there is actually quite nice. Felt like I was on a beach in Spain. It's quite go. nice. Yeah. And Cornwall. Oh, Cornwall's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. so you know there are lots of places for us to go um in this country however i wonder if the prices what they're they're, they're like because uk is quite inflated at times right and with all the yeah and i think given the fact the fact that now we're going through this rest recession it might get worse but you just i think most people do airbnb now like i quite like airbnb mm. for um stays away for like um house yeah. Looking at houses and stuff. Um, yeah. And cottages. We've done a few cottage holidays, didn't we? Yeah. Like we had lots, of fun. lots of fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun memories of cottage holidays. We definitely do. In the UK. So when the sun's shining here, do you know what? You don't need to really go anywhere else. Mm. But Jen, just keep. You can't. <laughs> yeah, keep in mindful because even if you're travelling to France, well, now that I think that border's closed. Yep. But if you're going to travel there, that you have to isolate yourself for 14 days on coming back into the country i mean that really upset me because i thought oh, i wanted to go to paris for my anniversary and the, as soon as i said that out loud <laughs> the borders closed i was like no, oh, no. but yeah it's, it's better to be safe than have to be yeah yeah Sorry. so sadly um trinidad's on the list wow. of places that we cannot go right now 
and you know just again just you know just be, be mindful, safe yeah. be safe so david lammy yeah one of my most favorite people not um ex-offenders should have a chance to have to have a clean slate now i really do agree with him on this sentiment you know although i don't i haven't agreed with him on past issues i think that ex-offenders should have a clean slate you know because we all make mistakes no. babe no no when we're talking about ex-offenders what type of it because there's some ex-offenders that i they should just be locked away and the key should be just thrown, thrown away. away right so what so, are your thoughts out there guys oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three we're talking about david lammy allowing ex-offenders or saying that they should have a chance to have a clean slate and you are right obviously in some instances well no but then can people not be reformed i think some people can i mean i'm just seeing the numbers now 66.65 million population of of what is that ex-offenders no 66.65 million population in the uk oh i was gonna say but there's about 11 million people in the uk with a criminal record that i think that was i think i worked it out i was trying to work out with my math brain and that's about six percent right of 66.5 6.5 11 million people with a criminal record but surely in that sense but you just lumbering a group of people together there are so many different situations situations where someone could become an ex-offender exactly but the sad thing is if it's 6.5 percent right that's 11 million that means that 3.25 percent right um, employers will not even consider employing them. They Which they're well them. within their right to say no. They are. Just, I just think discretion is down to the employer. I mean, okay, look at it on both sides of the coin. The employer says, do you know what? I'm going to give this person a chance. Mm. And this person abuses that chance. That employer thinks well, there was 10 people who I could have put in your place. I chose you. I'm never going to do it again. Right. And then another employer just doesn't even take the risk. That's why I think they, they, there's 50% of, ex, of, of um, employers that won't take on an ex-offender. Mm. But I do think that they need to be a bit more, um, not lenient, but they do a bit more investigating like it just comes up yeah you've got this on your criminal record mm. have a discussion about it i know a lot of employers i ain't got time for that mm. but what they were saying is that if you know they go up against a judge they could have their record sealed like they do in the states right so that information does not have to be disclosed that's what lammy was saying no that's what yeah that's what the article said that um, they could go up against a judge, dependent, I'm sure, on the crime. And they can have their record sealed so that that doesn't prevent them. And I mean, even more so now, coming out of COVID, loads of people don't have jobs. Mm. It even minima- minimises their chance of getting work ever more, right? Even more so in this time that we're living Honestly, in. Honestly, I just feel like this goes hand in hand with the conversation we was having last week about a certain type of people being able to... 
get back into society and mm. just be normal. able to get on with their normal life. Whatever normal is, because I don't think normality exists Anymore, in this yeah. day in this time because like everything's out the window, isn't it? Mm. You know, so I mean, we all make mistakes. Come on, we all at one time have made a huge boo boo. Yeah. And are we going to be beaten down for the rest of our lives? Because but of a mistake especially... is not the same as someone being convicted, doing time for whatever they did, mm. and then coming out and expecting things to go back to normal. It does depend on the crime. Right. What is the conviction for? Mm. Mm. Are we going to reintegrate murderers and rapists and those kind of people into... society jobs where they have to work with the public i just don't think that's it's i think it's dependent and in this country i mean here we're not like america whereas if you go down for murder you're going down for life you're not coming back out again here you can get six years mm. do you know what i mean you've you've actively gone and taken someone's life and the judge gives you 25 on good behavior maybe you do half your time mm. Mm. And then we're going to integrate that person back into society and expunge their record. No, I don't think that's acceptable. I'm sorry. Well, we all have our opinions, don't we? <laughs> I know, but it's, it's, is it a grey area? Is no. Is it a black and white area? It's black and white. You've committed a crime. In other countries, you would not be, re you would not be back in society. You'd be in a box and be able to walk around the yard once a day. That's what would happen. When you when you do certain crimes, mm. I believe that you should not. But you're talking about heinous things. Yeah, well, this isn't saying... This is saying ex-offenders. This isn't saying ex-offenders who have done ABC. Ex-offenders, that's what I'm saying. It's a... There's a large Broad. spectrum. Yeah. Who is he talking about? There's a spectrum on everything, though, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, like, it is. Spectrum on, you know, it, it's just never-ending, like, but I guess you... I don't know. He wasn't... It wasn't clarified or very specific. Mm. But, you know, I, I feel that maybe some people that have done maybe something petty mm. or they were young and they made it, had a mis made a slight, you know... Error. Error. Mm. of judgment or through you know we spoke the other day about um joint association yeah you know, all that stuff some of these guys they're down haven't done anything exactly but they yeah. will come out for with a criminal record and this leads into my next point um about stop and search and police powers should it be taught in school stop and search there's a young lawyers association on UPP Mm. that they says that their organisation so guys remember we're running a competition today this is another organisation that we're speaking about that will aid young people mm. and they're actually going to work with the Harris Academy Harris Academy is the old blue one in Tottenham there's Park a couple Lane. in Tottenham yeah what was the one the, the one on Park Lane well it's they're going to do a three week programme and with interactive sessions, helping people um, to really... Sorry about the dog in the background, guys. It's not my dog because I don't have one. <laughs> it's outside. Um, yeah, that young people will be taught how to act. I mean, horrible, they are stopped isn't it? it's horrible, I know it's horrible, so horrible. But you showed me something today which was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking. I just think 
maybe they should teach it in school to every single school. I don't think they need to. This is one thing as well that they keep on doing is they just target one type of people mm. when everybody needs to be aware of the issue. So, yes, it is our young black boys that get stopped and searched. It ain't all them, though, is it? But no, it's not. And I think that in the same non-black schools, because mm. we somehow we have managed to have black and white schools in this country, even though we've we're quite integrated but in the in the schools that don't have as many black children in them there are children in there that may do a di- make may make a difference mm, mm. there might be a, a young um english ch- white child that might say do you know what i don't think this is right i'm going to do something about it and they may contribute to the change so instead of just educating all the black children about oh this is what you do when you get stopped and searched yeah how about we also educate those who may be the ones doing the stopping and searching or maybe contributing to the changes in the law. Like we were saying last week about the grammar schools being those those ones Elitist. that are a bit more elite. Yeah. Why don't we educate them on it? Because they're the ones that can make the change. Do you think so? Well, yeah. but they don't really care because then if that's the case, they're going to still have to grapple like it's like a, a trickle from the top downwards. No, but that's no, something they'll always have to deal with. But what I'm saying is, if this is, if we are going to start educating young ones about mm. what society is, is happening in society, yeah, and we're saying that we're a, a society where we come together, yeah. supposedly, then yes, they should be educated. You, they might care. Should we can't make that assumption that they don't care. It should be across the board then. Yeah, saying. definitely. What, what they're saying of this this association is that it will be taught in citizenship. I mean, it's such a shame that they have to teach stuff like this. Because it really is. Financial education, I think, might be a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, something that is going to entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. I mean, you know, there's so much else that could be taught and obviously they come into Tottenham Harris Academy That's what I'm to saying. teach it in what an inner city again. That's what I'm saying. You know, and Tottenham, I must say, has two, maybe three areas. You've got Muswell Hill, the well-to-do people up there. Mm. And then you come down to like um, Broadwater Farm, that area, mm. and not so well-to-do. Mm. You know, again, it's the, the breakdown but then look at the cut look there have been so many success and this is one thing that gets so overlooked there have been so many success stories that come out of Tottenham I'm not just talking about rappers and grime artists and chipmunk no I'm not talking about that Mm. I'm talking about success stories where they've come out they've gone on to be extremely successful having their own businesses going Mm. on to be doctors going on to um you know being very very successful people yeah and they're bringing, come and let's teach you how to get stopped and search into Tottenham. Why? Mm, that's true. I never actually looked at it from that perspective. Perspective is so important. It's it really where, is. It's how and where you look at something. Because it's, you know. <laughs> it's almost like they're putting into their mind, this is going to happen to you and okay. this is how you should deal with it. So like a preparation then? Preparation for what though? Stop and search. Yeah, so it's, it's like what you're saying about the woman expecting, oh, I knew I was always going to be broke. Right put that in their mind so that they're ready for when it happens. Like you said the other day when we took the children to the park, or not the park, it was a cage where they played um, football or basketball. Yeah. And you're like, they're preparing these young boys from young on what it looks like to be locked up in a cage. It's true. Why? And it's only in certain areas. I was. It takes me back because sometimes I like to really have an abstract view of things, mm-hmm. right? But when I saw that cage, mm-hmm. 
the kids playing in the cage. Yeah. I, it, it, I'd much rather go to a park. Yes. Let them play football in the park. There's yes. no cages. It's open. Whatever. But within the inner city, look at where it that is. That little yeah. space mm-hmm. that they can play in, it 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 just it just done something to me yeah. that that just came up in my mind. You know, so we're again incarcerated to play within a specific area. Yeah. So it is conditioning, mm. right? It is a mind thing. And again, it's going back to this whole mindset thing, mm-hmm. right? Of I was in the park the other day and the young boy, he wanted to go to the, the toilet. And the guy goes, well, go and use a lady's toilet. But I said, the toilet's a toilet. He wouldn't go in there. I said, it's a toilet. Just go and use it. You know, you go, it's the same thing that you've got in your house. You don't have a, a woman sign on the door, mm. but the conditioning. Mm. So I guess when in you saying that, then no, it's not a good idea. I don't think it is. I know. I think it's a good idea if they if it's something that they're going to put out to the masses. I just don't see why they're specifically targeting these areas. Mm. And I do. I understand. That's a lie. I understand why they're targeting these areas. Yeah. Um, to prepare them for what possibly is going to happen, but they need to be educating those that are going to come out and be the ones that are going to be doing the stopping and searching and mm. putting the rules in place and things like that yeah so really coming with a different mindset a different view yeah and maybe our, our young men will have a much more positive although a lot of them do have a much more positive mindset in the way that they do things yeah. right yeah you know before i went to college i was under the impression that black boys just made music and sold drugs and then i know it's really bad and then when i went into co- when i started college the majority mm. of my peers were black boys. I don't remember. I think there was one white boy in my whole college. It's a very small. I wrote an article, actually, in one of my blogs. And you'll be quite surprised at the statistics. Yeah. That they're between... It's African and Caribbean. Yeah. But there's a high percentage of Asians mm. that will go into education. But it was only about 4% of white people yeah. that actually go into, into education after school. And I found that quite interesting because it's not what the the demographic or that's not the thought that is pushed. No. You know, because it was Asians, then it was African and Caribbean, and then it was another small percentage. Mm. It's on, on one of my blogs. Yeah. Check it out, you know. So I'm just going to give a shout out to everyone in the chat room. Hi, Chrissy. Hope you all are enjoying the show tonight. And Delroy Philogene, DJ Laro, who will be on from 8 till 10. And then following me is Mark Philogene, following um, DJ Lauer is Mark Philogene. Hi there, Kimmy B. How are you doing, my dear? Nice to have you on board, Mr. Fix-It. You can catch Mr. Fix-It on a Friday night when he has a nice kind of dancing, mix-up, mash-up kind of um, show. Always great shows. And also Norbert from Castries. And Joy, where have you gone, Mum? Where have you gone? I'm going to be playing your su- okay. your song just now. All right, and also everyone else that's on with us, guest 382, guest 415, guest 437, guest 621, guest 721, and guest 927. Now, allflavors.com, they have a show um, on every single day, seven days a week with different DJs. And guys, tune in and don't be scared. Come into the chat room. No one has come in and answered any questions as regards to the competition. And the competition is we just named another organisation, 
that is available to help our young people. So come on, come on with that, that t-shirt. And yeah, I hope you're enjoying what we're playing for y'all. song there done by Gwen Guthrie and we're having so much fun in the studio that we almost forgot alive and unsigned we're so sorry guys so this song here is from Ely Weeks and it's called Warm Nowadays nothing but progress, creative level, mixed focus, compress, delay then process, master them, I hear them, mind like hotel, mind on goals, sidestep those who are whole, shoot them down like vulture. 
If it ain't money, we talking. That's time wasted. I just want work. I don't want waiting. I just want perks. Don't go church, so I don't sing praises. Man, just lay my verse. Let the vocals work. Collect on the earnings and lay it. Patience. Don't know it's all about patience. It's all about the patience. Taking my time. Never in a rush. Keep it on the high. Patience. See me grinding for my freedom Too many lies and I see them Man will say he's a day one Till the day comes was a cheap and I don't believe him I just stay in my zone Stay on my J's and my J's Open my third eye spectrum clear Can't take my spirit away From top like it's bird time Emphasis on my third time Second and first on my firm grind Can't lose like I'm cheating Go hard through this whole time and even then, I know I go far like zone 5 Catch me on my own vibe Shot me be out independent, no coast It's all about the patience Taking my time No rush, keep it on the high Patience and that track there was by Black Lotus, Cloud featuring DiCarlo. Wow, I cannot believe how quick the time has gone tonight. And we have covered a few, a lot, a lot of subjects this evening. And as regards to our young people, but I'm just going to give a shout out to all of the DJs here on the show, on the station because you are all doing such amazing jobs. And, you know, this station, they play a variety of music. They have a variety of current affairs, live, inter- live interviews, worldwide interviews, and we are a worldwide station, allflavorsradio.com, and it's wonderful to be such a part of it. So George Flavors, Sour Malaysia, I would like to give you a great shout out. And um, so we're going to just answer the phone here, okay? Hello? Yeah, yeah, mommy. <laughs> you, your, your show rocks. Thank you very much, my love. Thank you. We hope you're enjoying it. Hello. Hello, I've just phoned in for the competition. Okay, what, what, what um, organisations for young people have you... He said the the Black Heart Foundation, Stormzy, yes. five hundred thousand pounds. Okay. Uh, uh, the Black Pound. Okay. And also uh, the Stop and Search. What was the organisation? Do you remember the organisation? Oh, what was the organisation? Help. Don't worry. No, I can't. I can't remember that one. But I, I, it's it's to do with um, lawyers or solicitors. Excellent. Excellent. Well, if you, if there is no one else that calls in or texts in, you may well be in for winning that that, that t-shirt. Okay. Excellent. And 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 quickly, quickly, say something. You got to say something. And and everybody's saying that your show rocks. You, your you, show rocks so good. Thank you very much. We love you. Excellent. Or it's okay. Thank you for Take having care, me on. Guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay. So DJ Laro, who's on from eight till ten tonight, and then also DJ Mark Philogene, who is on from ten till 12 we're going to holler out dj slim 
great show on Friday night. And also Charlie Muir, Mr. Fix-It, awesome, awesome show last night. You can find Mr. Fix-It on a Monday and also a Friday and a Sunday. Like I said, this station calls... Um, sorry, we, all the all of the, 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 the calls are coming in right now, so we will get back to that. Hello. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I am well. I've enjoyed your show. Thank you very much. <laughs> are you calling in for the competition? I am entering the competition, but I only want to talk about the the um stop and search okay what what are your thoughts on that what's your name uh, the, i know it's you mummy i know it's you mummy it's okay <laughs> yes <laughs> the stop and search was brought in by the um new metropolitan police okay. chief yeah Cressida dick mm. okay that's who um miss dick. dick was okay that's correct and so, therefore, it, the, the proportion is really, uh, uh, to me, mm. and I am claiming and I'm owning, this is my thought, okay. that it's an act of racism for okay. so many black boys to right. be given a criminal record when they have done so well. Mm, mm. I hear you. because. Um, I- didn't understand your your message but now it all makes sense so it's like you said it's a mind manipulation um on the part of the metropolitan police in order to is it more or less to have a situation that is in the states now do you think that that's going to happen over here it has been happening for many many moons okay okay what's been done in the dark is now just coming to the light Mm, okay and so, therefore, there is now no stopping mm. if we intend to carry on and to make sure that our history mm. that they have given us doesn't repeat itself. Right. So, we're the ones that have to make that change. So, therefore, the change comes from within. Yes. Yeah. Not without. So, we're, we are hoping to do that. I mean, there are lots of platforms now which is amazing, really, that we can tap into it again. And, you know, not hopefully, we will. Mm. We will slowly, slowly, it's a bit like a, sculpt, a sculptor, isn't it, that chips away and comes out with something really beautiful. What do you but, think? Um, like my Angel will say, we've been chipping away for years. We just we have, have to get better. Yes. Better at chipping. Okay, okay. I totally See, agree with you. I, under, I understand that Black Lives Matter. But then it matters if you're not one who starts a program and then give up halfway through. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been happening throughout the years. We get so far and then we quit. Absolutely. And right now we should be saying these are the last days. So there's no quitting. Mm, there's no, no time. steam ahead. Absolutely, we totally, okay. totally and agree. To let you know, I have been thoroughly enjoying your show. Thank I'm you. I'm one of the silent listeners, but I've been enjoying your show. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, did you want to join the competition or your your thoughts I'd are like amazing? I'd like a t-shirt, but I'm not really familiar with Stormzy or what's happening. <laughs> so that's why I'm learning from listening to your show. Don't Last worry. week I learned all about the BBC. Yes. And I'm now learning about the days that there's going to be a a black movement of uh, of things happening. Please continue to give the information mm-hmm. because the fact is that these information's out there, but nobody's hearing it. Yeah. Okay, well, we will continue to do that. And thank you so much for your call. You're welcome. Okay, take care. take care, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. And it's so true, isn't it? It's, it's about continuing a movement and continuing in elevating and raising the level of awareness what is actually going on within our community and again we thank you so much um all flavors radio to be a part of this and enabling that to to really take place so just shouting out george flavors dj laro is on tonight from eight till ten Mr. Fix-It, DJ Slim, DJ Nige, Mark Philogene, who also is on from 10 to 12 tonight, Ninja Man, Lloyd, Club Zook, we're really, really sorry to hear of your loss this week and all sympathy and condolences go out to your family, John J.E. and DJ Caddy, who has a show that tackles um, counselling and, the, and therefore are so, so forth on a Thursday night. So thank you, guys. And all of your partners that are in support of you. And yeah, let's let's elevate. Let's let's rise up. And this is a part really where we will go into that the universal laws. And I'm gonna look into one now. And let's have a have a one that corresponds with here we go, the law of cause and effect, Leash. Yes. Attract what we believe we are worth receiving. Yes. Right? So the law of cause and effect. It's a bit like that woman earlier that said that she might lose everything, and she did. What we think is what we become. Mm. Law of cause and effect. Manifestation. Your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think it's what we manifest will will come to fruition. If you, if you say something um, enough, mm. it's what becomes your reality, isn't it? You can... You can um, speak it into existence. Absolutely. Speak it. And she did. She spoke negativity into existence, sadly, because mm. um, she was in quite a good position. But I do think uh, we have that power of the mind where we can make things happen. Absolutely. And I, on for myself, it's true fact. Mm. I do it. I've done it so many times mm. and seen things that I speak out. I'm like, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing such and such. And you know what? Work in line with it as well. You yes. can't just say it and just sit back and expect things to happen. Mm. It doesn't go that way. But cause, you're the cause because we are all energy. We are all energy. Mm. All right? So we're the cause. Mm. We're positive or negative. Mm-hmm. One or two because there's no other one. In, there's no in between. And we make it happen yes right so just think about that guys and you've been such a great audience tonight um chrissy delroy dj laro joy mckay kimmy b mark philogene mr fix it norbert dmc guest 415 guest 437 guest 621 guest 927 
We have come very close to the end of the evening. And we're also going to shout out that blackheartfoundation.org mm-hmm. again. But also we're going to shout out the youthplug.co.uk as well. So check out those organisations. They're for our young people. They're to help them. And that's what it's all about. Remember, elevating and taking ourselves to a higher level. Mm-hmm. So we're going to leave you with these ones here. A song by Ladisi. And also, I've got a special one there for Mummy, okay? As we're finishing. So we're just going to play this one first. Hi, I'm Heather Hayward, and I'm tuned to the Drive Time Show with Wimbo and Naturally on allflavorsradio.com. Woo! Go there, girl.